Hello and welcome to another Cheeky Scientist News Show. I'm Isaiah and today we're talking about data, the data of getting hired. A lot of people ask, what does it take to get hired in terms of the number of applications? How many interviews can I expect? When should I hear back? Well, we're gonna dig into it today. I pulled a lot of data. This is a report from Zipia that just came out and it talks about uh, a metric here that I, that I just love. And, and I love that they, they looked into this the chance of receiving a job offer by application sent. So maybe you blasted your resume hundreds of times, didn't hear back, you're wondering what's going on. Maybe you've sent a few resumes, 10, 20, you've targeted them very specifically, you're not hearing back what's going on. There's always this balance of quantity to quality, right? So you have to upload enough resumes, but what's that number? And then of course it has to be a high enough quality. Well, this speaks to both, okay? It says the perfect sweet spot is somewhere between 10 and 81 resumes. More specifically, if you want to hit the highest rates, it says 21 to 80 job applications to get one job offer. Isn't that great? That is, this is some of the best data that I've ever seen. If I was looking at one data point in your job search to help you get your bearings at the beginning of it, this is the data point. Far too many people are only sending a dozen and then they give up. I'm going to look at rejection data here in a minute. Many give up after just five if they spend a lot of time targeting a resume and getting rejected. Here it shows the different rates. It's a bar graph here. So the probability of receiving a job offer, uh, the control is zero. So there's a 13% chance, right? Somebody could reach out to you, more of that inbound uh, job search process. I'll talk about that later today too. If you send one to 10 applications, you got about a 27% chance. 11 to 20, it's 29.48. And then 21 to 80, it's 30. 0.89, and then it starts to go down after 81. That's what I love about this, right? So the, the best chance of getting hired is between 20 and 80. That is what we see too for PhDs, other people with high level education degrees. Closer to that, that 50 mark, that's really where you're likely gonna be. And I have other data to corroborate this. So if you're wondering how many resumes do I have to send? If I'm balancing quantity to quality, right? Cause you can't just blast 50 out there that aren't targeted. These are 50 high quality resumes targeted to each and every position. That's what you're looking at if you wanna get hired. And again, I have, I have other data that, that is outside of this, this article and the research that they did that shows this. But I love this range, right? So 21 to 80, where are you in that, right? If you've gone over 80, you're hurting your chances of getting hired. That's an indication that you're not targeting your resume good enough, you're crushing your reputation score, you're hurting your chances. So if you get to 80, right, that's how you know the quality is not good enough. And then if you haven't reached even 21 yet, you're not even at the numbers you need to be for that best chance of, of receiving a job offer. So love this, the, the average job seeker uses up to 16 sources during their job search too. So what are these sources? Not just LinkedIn, you gotta use a variety of sources, different job boards, different websites, things that can get you connected to other people. Most of these sources, it says, are for networking. And I'm gonna, sh I'm gonna talk about a lot of data that shows how important that is. 80% of jobs are filled through networking. That's just one study. Um, here's another chart here of that same probability of, of receiving a job offer. And again, the 21 to, to 80 range is the this is where you're the most likely to get that job offer. About interviewing, about 22% of applicants who apply for a given job will land an interview, right? So if you're not, and I, there's other data that says it's about 
of the applicants that apply to a job get a job offer. But that's, you could flip it around, about 80 to 70% are not getting a job offer if they apply. Okay, so just understanding this can help you get your bearings, because if you think you're gonna apply to three, four, five jobs and get a job offer or, or move on to an interview even, that's, that's just not the case. Um, applications per job by demographics, it talks about uh, women apply to 20% fewer jobs than men, but they're 60% more likely than men to get hired after applying to a given job. And it goes into some additional demographic data too, so that's from Zipia. Uh, a similar report showed a lot of the top reasons for declining a job offer, so if you're wondering which jobs you should go for, which you should not go for, I mean, one of them is broad, right? right? Personal reasons, but low wages was at the top of the list, inconvenient hours, commute, Job's a bad match for the skill. Job requires relocation, bad benefits, et cetera. Job offer chances by duration of uh, unemployment. Duration of unemployment. So you can see the chart is going down. The longer you're unemployed, the harder it is to get hired, right? Gaps do matter. Now, you can get rid of gaps on your resume with things like the functional resume, et cetera. It doesn't mean you give up, but it does hurt you. So I'm saying this to those of you that have just graduated. You think you have all this time. You got to get your job search going. It says that at less than five weeks, your job offer chances are still at that 30% range, okay, close to the control. At five to 14 weeks, it drops to 26 to 27%, stays there all the way to 26 weeks, but after 27 weeks, it goes all the way down to 18.44%. So if you're wondering like, what's, what gap is too long? 18 weeks, it's a long time, okay? Lots of methods and strategies you can do for for overcoming a gap that's shorter than that, but after that, it tends to get much more challenging. Doesn't mean you can't get hired, but it gets more challenging. We have data here on applicant tracking systems, right? So the ATS system, the AI that's filtering out your resume. 95% of Fortune 500 companies use applicant tracking system software. I would actually argue it's more than that with all the different AI that's out there. Um, for all companies, right? If you look at companies of any size now, there's so many of them are using AI to screen it out. I mean, because even the small companies are using like LinkedIn, Indeed, which in themselves are ATS systems. That's my point. Um, applicant tracking systems weed out about 75% of job applicants right off the bat. On top of this, larger companies have talent, talent management software that before it even gets to the ATS will weed out half of the applicants, 50%, right as they're submitted which is crazy. So you have layers and layers of these filtering systems. That's why it's more and more important to keep your resume in that functional format that gets rid of things like dates that can only hurt you. Um, how many job applications should I send each day? You should send two to three job applications each day. Again, I love this data. We've been teaching this for years, right? So if you wanna balance quantity with quality, you wanna get it down to two to three applications, right? I, I see people go as high as four, but really two to four. This says two to three. Right, because the, the quality and the quantity is what matters. Now, we teach a process where you can get this down to about 20 minutes to targeting a resume and applying, and then reaching out to a couple people at that company. But I just, I, again, I love seeing this data. Um, it talks about how many applications does it take to get an interview? It takes between one to 100, it's a big range, but one to 100 to get that interview. So again, it comes down to really that 20 to 80% mark for interviewing as well. So if you wanna know not just for the job offer, but what it takes to start getting those interviews, you're looking at that 20 to 80 uh, application range, once again. Um, 
Now, rejections are interesting. This is an article from Joblist called Almost Half of Job Seekers Lost Confidence from Receiving Rejection Letters. So if you're getting rejection, rejections, you gotta keep going. Okay, you gotta adjust your approach, know where you're at. Are, are you, have you done 20 resumes? Were they targeted? Have you, are, have you gone over 80 resumes? You wanna be in that range. But this shows that most people, half of candidates applying, after five rejections, and these are re, you know, hard rejections, like your resume was actually read by a person, not just the automatic rejections. Your resume was read by a person and they said you're not a good fit or you had an interview and they said that you're not a good fit. That's what they're talking about here. After one to five of those half of, of the job seekers give up, okay? After six to 10 of those, another 19%, after 11 to 15, another 22%, and then after 16 and more, it's 7.8%. So you've gotta be willing to get a dozen plus rejections. If you're hitting that 21 to, to 80 uh, range that I talked about earlier, you're gonna receive a lot of rejections. You're gonna have employers get back to you. You're gonna think this is the one. They're gonna to reject to you. You gotta keep going. So I'm just showing the mismatch here, right? It's not 20 to 80 rejections. It's one to five. Half the people give up. So you gotta have a stronger stomach than that. You gotta know, okay, you gotta have a growth mindset. You just gotta keep trying, keep tweaking and adjusting. But I think these numbers will really help you get your bearings and give you some confidence, right? Because expectations matter. If you expect to upload five resumes, and get hired, you're gonna have a heavy sense of rejection when you get to that sixth job you have to apply to. But if you're expecting 80, five doesn't seem so bad. Uh, some more data here. So this is another article called How to Use Data to Optimize Your Job Search. And I like it because it talks about the hiring funnel, right? So first it talks about outbound outreach. It says about 50% response rate is what you want. So this is how you're gonna know if your scripts on LinkedIn are garbage, okay? If it's if you're like getting one person to respond to you out of 10, your scripts are not good. They're probably about you. They're probably too long, or you're not even writing a, a, a message when you send a connection request. Maybe you're not even following up to find their email. You can use tools like hunter.io to get their email too and then send a follow-up. So half the people you reach out to should be reaching back out to you, should be connecting to you in return, half, right at the 50% mark. Uh, goes on to talk, about uh, inbound outreach too, so uh, employers connecting with you. So if you don't have employers connecting with you, the, the metric they say here is that optimizing your LinkedIn profile to achieve a higher score on LinkedIn Recruiter, um, just doing that to your profile, completing it, filling out all the sections will increase your visibility by 40%, which is not small. Okay, interview conversion rate. You'd like to convert 10 to 25% of applications you submit, submit to initial interviews or phone screens. The number that we see the most, especially if you're getting your first job in industry, is right around 10%. Okay, so how many of your applications should you hear back on? If the quality's high enough, it should be one in 10. Right, for many of you, the quality is not nearly high enough. What do I mean by quality? You gotta target it. You gotta get that keyword density to 0.5, to 2% for all the keywords you're taking from the job posting, putting on your resume, and get at least 10 long tail keywords, as in more than one word, on your resume at that, at that range, 0.5 to 2%. So that's uh, a two word keyword used two to three times on your resume that has the average size for a two page resume of 550 words, okay? Uh, some, some additional stats here, we'll close with this. Uh, this is by Zipia 2, it's a different report which says 
It says the average time to hear back from employers. This is another question that comes up a lot, right? Employer was talking to me. I applied to a job. I heard back. They asked me some questions. I haven't heard back from them from weeks. What's normal? Okay, well, one to two weeks is normal. So you're looking at 37% for one week, 44% for two weeks. That's, right, that's over 80%. They're going to get back to you in that time range, one to two weeks. You should still follow up three to seven business days. Stay top of mind. One way to get them to follow, uh, to, to get back to you, especially on a shorter timeline, is to follow up. You don't say, hey, have you made a decision yet? Or hey, is it moving forward? You just reply to them and thank them for their time for the previous meeting if you've had one. And that's all you have to do, right? Or mention how excited you are uh, about a certain part of the conversation that you had. Maybe you talked about certain skills or certain job duties, or you found something else online. Find reasons to reach out that go beyond you just asking, hey, is there any information on your end? Okay, you don't want to act like they're working for you. Uh, networking job search statistics, 70% of all jobs are never published publicly. Before I get into networking, one uh, final thing on, on this uh, previous report. So I'm coming back to how to use data to optimize your job search. It's one of the most important pieces of data. I had to share this. If you apply to 50 jobs, and hit the higher end of the targeted conversion rates, you should end up with two offers, okay? So that's, that's what you're looking for. So 50 jobs, and again, it's right in that range that I was talking about earlier, about 20 to 81, or it was 21 to 80, right? Right about that, that range, 50, and that's what we see too. Right at that 50 range, that's, if you're doing the resumes at a high enough quality, I'm talking targeting very specifically. So if you're following the other metrics and you're applying to two to three jobs per day, Right, if you do three per day just during weekdays, that's 15 per week. So if you do that for a month, that's you're over the 50 number, you're at 60. Right now, it's going to take a few weeks for them to get back to you in between every interview. So you're looking at that range that, that we've talked about before in previous shows of a couple of months to get hired if you're doing all of these things right. But you're going to have to apply very likely at a lot higher quality and a lot higher number than you previous, previously thought. And it's that balance of quality and quantity that matters. All right, some final statistics here. Lots of data today. And again, what percentage of applicants get interviewed? It's that 30% mark that we talked about. Again, same thing found in this report. Um, roughly 85% of all jobs are filled through networking. 85%. A few years ago, it was about 75. This number has only continued to go up. Why? Employers know that if they hire somebody through networking, through a referral, that person's much more likely to stay at that gold standard two-year retention rate. It's about half. Half of the people hired through networking will stay for two years, which makes the hiring manager look really good. They get their bonuses on that two-year retention rate. Only 10%, 10 to 20%, I've seen both numbers and numbers in between, 10 to 20% who are hired through a job board, just a, 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 the resume that was uploaded online, will stay for two years. Okay, so much, much lower likelihood they'll stay for that two-year retention rate. What percentage of jobs are found online? So there's a lot of jobs found online, but it says 70% of jobs are not posted online. So 70%, the, the hidden job market. I see between 70 and 80%. What does that mean? It means there's a lot of jobs posted online that are ghost job listings, up to half today, right? The, the companies have no intention of filling, certainly no intention of filling anytime soon. But worse than that, 70% of the jobs that are available are never posted online. That's why so many are filled through networking. So if you're not reaching out to people on LinkedIn, you're just uploading online, it's going to be very challenging in today's job market to get hired. 
And 81% of applicants hear back from an employer. This just corroborates what I said earlier. So 81% of applicants hear back from an employer in one to two weeks. Lots of data shared today. Take this in, help this frame you, help this set your expectations for your job search so that you don't get frustrated after a few, few rejections. Keep going, you will get hired. Follow the data into the job that you want. This takes us to the end of today's new show. As always, stay current and keep moving forward in your career.